are live. All right, welcome to the studio today, B. How you doing today, man? What's up, man? Good, good. <laughs> good to have you in here, brother. Good to be here. Man, um, we've got an exciting podcast today. We're going to talk about rent control. Uh, first, we want to thank you guys for listening to By the Block with Brian Chavis. I'm your co-host, Nathan Johnson. we got Brian Chavis in the building. Uh, this is the podcast where we teach you how to buy rent and profit from rental investing. Uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast. If you are, please like, share, subscribe. Um, you know, we, we appreciate all the support. And um, if you find this helpful, we just ask that you just share it with a friend. Um, what's been going on with you today, B? Nothing much, man. Just, uh, you know, preparing for uh, for our June event. Yeah. Our certification, uh, two-day uh, Buy It, Rent It, Profit Live certification. Um you know, uh, yeah, just preparing for that, preparing for the launch of Chavez Capital. Yep. Um, you know, uh, yeah, man, just a lot going on, you know. You, uh, you've been so. out speaking quite a bit. I saw you over at the uh, Tampa Bay RIA. Yeah, we were at the, the Tampa Bay RIA, and, uh, you know, we'll be expanding our brand with other, um, you know, educators. Yep. Through our licensing, buy and profit education licensing program. Love it. Um so yeah, just a lot going on. Uh, excited, a lot of exciting things to come. Um, yeah, you know, special shout out though. I was watching another YouTube. Uh, was it Graham Stephens? Yeah. You know, Graham is blowing up and doing a lot of big things. Got his own Netflix. So just wanted to give a special shout out to him uh, for always mentioning buy it, rent it, profit. Um, haven't had a the opportunity to speak with him directly, but. Um, just wanted to give a special shout out to Graham for always being so willing to, you know, to talk about the book Buy It, Rent It, Profit as, you know, one of those books that that inspired him to do what he's doing today. So that's, you know, big, big shout out to him. Love special it. thanks to him. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah, I love it. That was really exciting to hear uh, Graham Stephan, uh, one of our favorite uh, YouTubers, uh, actually mentioned that your book. Uh, was the book that was the catalyst that helped him get into the rental, rental real estate. So, yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we always appreciate hearing those shout outs. Absolutely. Man. We've got there, there was an interesting article that came out. Um, it was a, a news video. The price of paradise. Yeah. So price of paradise. Price of paradise. Costly. And, evidently. Exactly. And, and St. Petersburg tenants are protesting rent prices. Uh, they said uh, tenants in St. Petersburg rallied outside City Hall Thursday night, hmm. speaking ag- speaking out against rent rising rent prices, and they are demanding the city declare a housing state of emergency. Uh, we've got people threatening to sleep in tents in front of City Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying that the rent prices are too high, and they're talking about um, drawing up some type of mandate where the tenants get to vote on rent control. Um, you know, for, for a year. And so I have, I have questions about that. I mean, how, how do you feel about that as someone who manages rental property? Um, you know, I, I don't want to say my personal feelings, but, um, you know, as someone who owns and operates rental property, what are your thoughts when you hear about things like that? I, I, you know, price of paradise, people living in St. Pete, you know, saying it's too, it's too much to live there. Uh, they can't afford it. Um, you know, what, what, what do you think about that? You know, it's it's uh, several thoughts. You know, the 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 initial first initial thought is it's not it's always a housing issue. Yeah. But as as much as it is a housing issue, it's also 
um, an employment issue. Okay. So, you know, wages haven't moved. So mm. inflation has moved, but wages haven't really moved. So it's, you know, who's marching on the employers? Right. You know, who's marching on, on some of these businesses demanding raises? I mean, I, you know, I would, I would argue that you probably should be pitching a tent out in front of your employer. Right. You know, um, and looking for, you know, a raise to be able to keep pace with inflation. So is, sense, it, yeah. is it, is it the landlord's fault? You know, because the landlord, the operator, the owner, operator of the apartment community has to uh, offset inflation as well. Okay. So we have expenses too. Therefore, we have to raise rent. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I get it. There's, it's, but it's, it's not just a single housing issue is right. what well, I guess the point that I'm getting. So yes, you could pitch a tent. Yes, you can do these things and you can even be effective. Yeah. And getting some sort of mandate. But all you're really going to do is drive housing out period right, right so investors like myself will sit will sell yeah and move to other locales where you know these issues don't you know exist yeah um you know so you're really in the short term is it a win for 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 an organization or a community to come together and put rent control um it could be viewed as possible right. as a win for them but they'll see shortly that you know as individuals decide, decide to start pulling out, yeah, um, that they're going to have a housing issue in general. Yeah. So then they're going to want to march about, well, there's no housing. No one wants to come in and invest, you know. So, you know, it's not, you know what I mean? So there's, it's like no matter what you do, there's going to be some sort of, of uh, course. ripple. You yeah. know, when you throw that stone into the pond, there's going to be a ripple. Yeah. And it's not just the housing. It's not just an employment. Right. So, you know, I don't want anybody to call or text or message or jump on YouTube or, or anywhere else on social media and say, well, Brian thinks it's just a, you know, I'm an employer. I own a small business and I employ you. Now you're going to have them marching on me. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying that, hey, listen, it's not just solely a housing issue. It's an, you know, it's an, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, uh, uh, you know, employment wage, wages haven't increased. Right. So I'm not saying that, hey, look, you know, it's your employer's fault. I'm just saying it's not just solely a housing no, that, that makes sense. So it's something you got to look at. And yeah. then, you know, and then it's not just the employer. It's not just housing. Right. But we also have to look at, you know, the municipalities. Right. Because property taxes are crazy. Okay. So, I mean, rising rents are usually typically a knee-jerk reaction to, you know, what an investor, an ownership group has to pay in property taxes, the yeah. increases in property taxes and insurance going up. So, like I said, it's not just, and the employer is going to say the same thing. Well, wages haven't gone up because our, our, our you know, our cost of doing business has gone up. So, right. you know, the, the employer is going to have the same argument that as the owner and operator of housing has. Um, and one last point. When people ask, well, Brian, what do you think about rent control? I'm like, I've always had rent control over right. it. Right. It's called fair market value. Yeah. I'm dealing with it right now. Yeah. I'm having to move the rents, adjust my rents lower because I'm not getting enough traffic on a certain unit. So I know based on the community, the demographics and psychographics, I know when enough is enough. Yeah. Because the tenants will, they, you know, they'll have some inquiries. We'll have a ton of inquiries, but no movement on that unit. Right. It'll sit vacant. Right. So an example, I try to push, this is 500 square feet at best, of studio, yeah, the yeah. heart of downtown St. Yeah. Pete, right where they're marching. I try to aggressively push the rents to 1500 Yeah. I got it for select units. But overall, the 1500 is too high. So I moved to 1495 to see what the right, traction was right. like. Got, got, 
Got a ton of traffic, got a ton of leads, ton of traffic, but no applications right. consistently across right. that at that price point. Right. Like I said, I've got some some trickles in at fifteen hundred. We got a couple of leases at fifteen hundred. You know that, um, but consistently, you know, ten applications or ten inquiries, seven, you know, uh, site visits, four applications. Right. That's consistent. We're not getting that at fourteen ninety five. So it's like you know I'm moving from fourteen ninety five in between fourteen ninety five and fourteen twenty five. Right. All right. So trying to find that happy meeting, that sweet spot. Right. So you know at fourteen ninety five, there's no movement. So the market is telling me that's what too high. Too high. Yeah. Too high. Yes, you're getting some some inquiries. You're getting some some looks, but no one's leasing. Right. So the market will always correct you and tell you. Now, these people that are marching, right, the problem, you know, and again, you said you won't get into your personal view, but I will because, you know, they're yeah, essentially yeah. talking about me in downtown St. Louis. So let me address these individuals marching. You can't always get to choose where you want to live. True. Financially, you may not be able to live in downtown St. Right, Pete. Right. Fact. That's just Fact. You're marching on downtown St. Pete. You want to live two blocks from the water, five blocks from all the shops and retail. I want to live on Star Island in Miami. I want to live on Bayshore Boulevard overlooking one of the, you know, the bay. Yeah. I want to do a lot. I want my own (laughs) private jet. I'd love to as well. Right? Work, you know, but but right now that is, it's, it's not feasible. I got to work for of it. Of course, of course. So my point is that you may want to live in downtown St. Pete and you right. can march all you want. Right. But the the bottom line is, is you may not be able to, to afford because there is a demographic that can afford downtown St. Pete. Yeah. Hence my occupancy being over 95% occupied. Yeah. So there are demographics, a demographic and psychographic profile tenant that can afford of course. to live there. That's who I'm targeting. Right. If you notice the rest of those individuals that were talking about marching and, and mandates, yeah. that is not the young professionals that live at, at, at Park Plaza. No. Those individuals may not be able to afford or to, to, to yeah, to afford to live in downtown St. Pete. Therefore, they may, they may have to go further out. Right. So I, I want to say something. I, I, as I was reading the article, it was titled The Price of Paradise. And I understand rent control and I, you know, can see it as a, a national, you know, topic. But we're focusing on paradise. If you were to visit St. Petersburg, Florida, it's it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. You, know? you want to live there for free. Yeah. I'm mean, not for free. I mean, I don't want to, you know, to. to no, I'm saying but you want to you want to live I, there with some I, sort of rent control. I would pay fifteen hundred dollars all day. Of course. To live in paradise. <laughs> you know, so. It's it's funny. They wanted to me. that six and seven hundred dollars. Right, right. You're not gonna get. I want to live on. Like I said, I want to live on Davis Island, Star Island, and on 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 you know, on some of the most expensive real estate in in, in 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 Central Florida. Right. So you know, I, I mean, it's great. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I want to ask these questions on behalf of the listeners. Our goal is to try to or to help you own and operate real estate. Should people be scared of this as investors? I, I hear you yes. saying, okay, you be so concerned. tell me more. Why should you, you be should concerned? You should be concerned because it's going to, eventually it's going to affect the valuations of, the, of these assets. Okay. You know, you're going to see, you know, if you're a current owner, you're going to see, you know, property uh, cap rates rise, mm. which means values drop. Um, you're going to see um, the interest yep. uh, to invest in these areas um, 
are developed in these areas, you're going to see, you know, that drastically affected by the rent control. Right. You know, um, so absolutely, it's going to be a negative, you know, to an owner and operator, and it's going to be a negative to anyone wanting to come into the market as a new um, investor in the area because, you know, the ability to be able to forecast and evaluate pro forma and forecast future rev revenue, right. um, net operating income is going to be um, hindered right. because of uh, the ability for anybody to put a cap on your on your ability to uh, increase rents. Wow. And the number one reason why we get into this business, because especially in the multifamily space, yeah. it's uh, you can outrun inflation. Yeah. And there's very few, if not, you know, anything besides multifamily um, that allows, you know, an asset that you can invest in to, to outrun inflation. Yeah. Meaning those short-term leases, seven to 12-month leases, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, those give you the ability to outrun inflation. Very few products are, are, are uh, yeah, products uh, that you can invest in, whether it be Wall Street or, um, you know, or real estate in general, even, you know, commercial or retail or office space, those, those, those leases are, you know, are, are, yeah. are long. There's techniques you can use in those longer term leases to be able to offset inflation, you know, with your, you know, the language that you have in, a, in your, in your leases. Right. But the ability to really do it easily and effectively is, is really done through multifamily with the shorter term leases. You can really outrun that, uh, that inflation. So, yeah. um, your ability to, to utilize it, you know, the, one of the number one tools is hindered by rent control. Okay. By someone telling you, hey, listen, no, you can't, you know, charge 5% or do a 5% increase on your rents. That has wow. a, a, a negative effect. And then what, what effect does that have on your waterfall structure? That's true. Because typically as a general partner, you're getting paid your, your pref, yeah. you know, uh, in your waterfall structure. If you promised a 7% return, anything above 7%, you right. split 80-20. 80 goes to the, you know, to the investor, 20 goes to you as a general partner. And as you increase the rents or the net operating income, the value of the asset, that waterfall might even move to a 50-50 or even to a point to where you're getting, you know, after you promised them their pref, you're getting, you know, a, a 60-40, 70-30 split, 70 to you, yep. 30 to the investor. Yep. Well, with these rent caps and, you're in, and you now, the inability to grow the net operating income over time, drastically affects that waterfall structure and your ability to, to generate wealth as a general partner. So it's no longer attractive. Wow. And if it becomes no longer attractive, then you're going to have these issues. And then if you have these issues with no one wanting to invest in the municipalities that you're in, guess what? Then now the housing stock that exists right. is going to be downward pressure on that housing stock, which is going to drive the rents up anyway. Right, right. So these folks marching... It's a short win for them. Eventually, yeah. you drive all of us away, our investors away to a different, you know, area, uh, geographical area. Yeah. And we're no longer investing in Central Florida. It's going to be downward pressure on the existing housing stock. You're going to see a lot of development stop, right? right? Um, that pressure is going to create that supply and demand. Uh, and, and, and rents are going to rise anyway. Right. So, you know, it's, it's because of the supply and demand. You know, a lot of demand, a little bit of supply. You see that now in the housing market. Yeah, true. Why housing, you know, the housing prices where they are is because there's very little supply. Right. But a ton of demand. Right. So, you know, it's, it's so prices are high. So it's going to, it, it, it's not going to eventually work out for them. Okay. And, and again, the media... And when you're talking about getting votes from politicians, you know, a lot of the politicians, 
you know, are not savvy enough to understand how real estate works yeah, true. and how these cycles work. And, you know, it's a knee jerk reaction based on, you know, trying to get a vote. Let me listen to what the people are saying. Right. But again, look at those who are marching. Yeah. Look at the demographics and psychographics. Demographics yeah. tells you who they are. Psychographics tells you the why. Right, right. Look at the demographics and psychographics of the prospect tenant and say, can you afford to live in some of these high price areas? Right. The answer is no. No. You know, but the media is like the price of living in paradise. The price to live in paradise is costly. You Absolutely. can't afford to live in paradise. No. If you work as a clerk at Walmart or a cashier, right. paradise is out of the option. Right. So you, you know, I'm not saying it's always going to be out of the option. You've got to do what I did. You've got to figure out how to make adjustments. And, you know, one day that American dream of home ownership Absolutely. or living in the neighborhood Absolutely. you want to live in, that's all possible. This right. is America. Right. That's all possible to right. you. But it may not be it someday. Yeah. It's just not today. Yeah. You can't afford to live there. So look yeah. at who's complaining. Yeah. You want to live in some of the highest price locations in all of Florida. Right. You want to live two blocks from the water. You want to wake up in the morning, sip coffee, and see the sun come up over the bay. <laughs> that costs money. You it know those folks money. pay millions of dollars? Absolutely. For those views in those penthouse? Yep. You think you're going to rent something? A block from them, they pay five million for their penthouse to see that view. You think you're gonna pay eight hundred dollars? Right. It doesn't work that way. So you just, you know, the media, of course, is going to the price of paradise, and they're gonna only if you watch those and and, and please post that. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, that that that. Uh, we'll make that, sure you that, can watch that, it. That, that whatever it is, that tutorial or whatever they they did. But watch how the media yeah. in this particular instance, News Channel Eight, NBC. Watch how they only gave you the view of those tenants. Right. Nowhere did they put an owner. No, no one no one found me. I'm easy to find, right? Yep. Hell, I'm in every bookstore in America. Of course. You know, I pick up the phone, call me and ask me, well, I'll meet you out at Park Plaza and tell you the same thing I'm telling you now on this podcast. Right, right. Why they can't afford to live down there and, and some adjustments and things we can possibly do to make housing affordable. Absolutely. There's tons of things you can we can do. I mean, talk to your local public housing authority. Yep. There's tons of places that you can go. Yep. There's tons of things, you know, that if you want me to offer up a certain percentage of my units to affordable housing, I'm down for that. Yep. But I need some tax benefits and some tax breaks. So there's tons of things that we can talk about. Absolutely. You know, to be able to help. But ultimately, it's like understand that they're only giving the viewpoint of a certain demographic and psychographic of a particular prospect tenant. Right. And making that like, you know, all hell is breaking loose because they want to live in one of the most expensive zip codes in Central Florida. And I'm not saying it's not a crisis either, Nate. You know, no, there yeah, is, you know, I agree. But again, you've got to understand that, you know, where do you want to live and understand, you know, uh, certain zip codes may not allow for it. But I don't want anyone to listen to this podcast and think I'm not sensitive to the needs of the individual. No, 100%. Saying that. I'm extremely sensitive. I'm just saying let's be realistic about right. where you want to live and let's be realistic about what we can do for right. housing. Let's get interview the, the housing authority, right, right. interview owners, give everybody a perspective, Correct. listen to everybody's perspective, then we can come up with, with these solutions. But just given the uh, uh, you know the, the side of the, the tenant that yeah, wants absolutely. to march and pitch a tent, yeah. It's just, you know, it's, yes. just, it's not helpful. No, it's it, good it, for media. Yeah, it's great it's for media. Helpful. And, and I, I didn't understand it until I got into this space years ago. Um, you know, I would have been out there, 
you know, just as gung-ho as them. But you right. know, as, as you own and operate, you're like, wait a sec, man, this is a little off because I ain't out here being a slumlord. You know, I'm simply following the, the, the rules. I'm raising the rents at a fair price. And these guys are still... Upset. And what's fair? Yeah. Fair is what the market tells you. Exactly. Exactly. It's what the market tells you. And, um, you know, is it fair that you don't want to pay? And like you said, and you get to live next to the man with the $5 million. Is it know? fair that I can't play golf behind some of these gated communities and some of these, you know, it's like, hey, listen, you know, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's relative. Like I said, I'm not diminishing. No. what these individuals are going through and the pressures of affordable housing. It is a crisis. Yeah, absolutely. It has always been a crisis. But listen to these public housing authorities. Right. Speak with them. There's a ton of housing that is out there that they have, right? I won't say a ton because there is a shortage. Yeah. But, you know, bring in these demands. Let's, you know, do, you can't listen to the prospect tenant march and then let city council make decisions. No, you got to bring in the housing authority. Yeah. You have to bring in owners and operators and you have to be able to sit and have these conversations with all of us, right. local business leaders. Everybody has to weigh in to really understand what the affordable housing issue is and um, and how we how we can attack this. Because there's many angles you can right. attack it, but just saying, "Hey, look, I'm gonna put a rent cap." That's gonna be that's gonna have disastrous effects on the overall value of assets in your municipalities. So I have a question around which will have a pro effect, a negative effect on your tax rolls. Right, right. Um, so I have a question municipality. about. Um, Yours. So you you talk about strategic evaluation of a target area. Mm -hmm. Where does this play Ciota. a role in that Ciota? So you know rent control, kind of a wrench out of this, you know, out of left field. Sometimes St. Pete does tend to have this strong social justice component to it. Um, is that something that you you know think about moving forward in your strategic evaluation of target areas? Uh, Absolutely, people going to be you know pitching forks and we must, yeah. we must, yeah, you have to because. You know, if they get the vote passed, you know, it's going to it's going to have an effect. Yeah. So absolutely. I have to look at it. And uh, any owner is going to look at um, evaluating the area yeah. as a potential opportunity yeah. with this type of, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to call it a problem or an issue. No. You know, um, with this type of a possible negative effect on the net operating income. Right, right. Uh, you know, and when you evaluate, they teach you in any kind of um, appraisal school when you're evaluating assets, you know, you have to look at local. Yeah. And, and micro and macro economics right. and, and government. Right. You know, laws change and how will those laws change? That's where you do your CO to process, strategic evaluation of a target area. Yeah. Is to be able to understand and keep your finger on the pulse of the local municipalities and the laws um, and how they can possibly change and how those laws and those changes will affect yep. your net operating income moving forward. No different than laws changing with Airbnbs and things right. of that nature, right. how that would affect net cash flow for some of these operators. So, yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem on the lending side. How are lenders? Yep. You know, we'll bring Chad Musgrove in here and let Chad speak on, you know, how, how is Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac and some of these bridge, loan, bridge uh, providers how are they going to navigate this? Yeah. Um, you know, but, it, you know, no matter what, they're going to tell you it's it's going to be a negative effect. They're going to yeah. look at it as a negative because anything that hinders cash flow is going to be a negative effect. So they got to reevaluate, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the type of debt 
and debt coverage ratios right. that they put on, uh, you know, on a project. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a domino. Once you hit that man and you yeah. say, Hey, look, we're going to put rent control. Oh man. I just don't really understand that the, right. uh, the, 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 the city council really understands the overall ramifications of, you know, what they set in motion. Right. And some of the things you set in motion are very difficult to rein back in. Yeah. And, you know, so. yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not in, I'm not trying to paint this as a doom and gloom situation. I mean, we're always full steam ahead looking for investment opportunities and growing our portfolio. Just sharing as I, you know, I see people come to us and they're um, creating syndications and some people are over promising on things or they're promising based on the fact that they didn't think about rent control, you know, Yo, five, five that, year holds. Listen, man, that is so huge that you mentioned that Nate is like, what a lot of these investors that, that, that have just recently bought. Yeah. And now they've got rent control and you've got these press out there <laughs> and you've got these returns that you thought you were going to make. Right. And now there's rent control. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, like our viewer, our listeners and viewers are probably thinking, you know, what, what can I do? So let's just talk about a few things you can yeah. do. Number one is not a lot. Of course, you can protest and go down to City Hall and you can have your voice be heard. Right. And I would rather you do that in a, in, you know, getting behind a much larger group. So usually yeah. your local um, uh, apartment association. Okay. You need to contact them. NAA. Yep. National Apartment Association has, you know, branches in every state. And usually every municipality. Right, right. Right. So you need to reach out to your local National Apartment Association branch. And for Florida, it's BAA. Yep. Bay Area Apartment Association for our area. Then Miami has one. Jacksonville has one. You know, so, you know, every municipality has their, their branch. But reach out to your branch at the state level and the local municipality level. Find out what they're doing. Find out where they're when they're going to march. Because they right. will march yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Good. One thing you can count on. Yes, you're interviewing those tenants. Right. But if you're a diligent news, but, you know, obviously we know they're not yeah. about being diligent. They're about just, yeah. you know, getting eyeballs on of their course, stories. Of course. But trust me, the National Apartment Association, and our local chapter, BAA and all local chapters all over are taking issue with this and are ready to go to Tallahassee and ready to fight on behalf of owner and operator. So, you know, my suggestion would be to get behind them, find out what the rally call is. Um, and get behind that and support and, and have your voice be heard as an owner and operator. I love it. I love it. Man, um, be once NAA.org. NAA.org, yep. I believe. Yep. So or just type in National Apartment Association. Yeah. And, and finally, we'll have a link to this on the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my recommendation. You know, we, we, try to, we try to provide you with all the resources you need to succeed. Speaking of that, um, please join us in June. Uh, we are hosting a two-day certification to help you gain credibility, um, increase your um, you know influence in your community. It's called Buy It, Rent It, Profit Live. Um, come hang out with us in Tampa, and uh, you know, yeah, we we want to provide you with all the resources you need to to grow. Uh, so we put together a certification event where you're going to become a multi certified multifamily operator. Um, you know, it's just a you know, amazing wealth of knowledge. We've got so many speakers. Uh, syndication attorneys, tax professionals, multifamily lenders. Yes. You know, Brian, underwriting. Underwriting, exactly. They're going to be underwriting projects, teaching you how to underwrite from a lender's perspective. Chad is going to be doing a wonderful, Chad Musgrove, uh, going to be doing a wonderful job. We've got landlord-tenant law attorneys. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be you speaking on branding yep. and influencing and how to create a brand. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, it's 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 just going to be an amazing two days. Yeah, it's going to be amazing two days. And so, you know, visit buyerrentedprofit.com forward slash live to learn more about that. Uh, we do hope to see you there at our two day event. Uh, that's June 11th and 12th at the uh, Tampa Bay West Shore um, Holiday Inn. Um, it's going to be a, a just a fun event full of knowledge, lots of networking opportunities. We really hope to see you there. And uh, B, once again, thank you so much for uh, you know talking about this issue, bringing it to light um, as investors, something we don't want to ignore. Uh, so once again, thank you so much for being in the studio and all Absolutely. the knowledge, man. And just want to say one last thing before we go, a couple of things, two things. If you haven't joined or signed up for a strategy call, yep. please make sure you reach out to me, get your strategy call if you're interested in taking yep. your multifamily career to the next level, or if you're interested in becoming a buyer and profit educator yep. and licensing our training materials to grow your brand, you know, reach out to us, get that strategy call, it's free. There's gonna be a link at the bottom of this. Click on that link, you know, get that free 30 minute strategy call. Let's talk about how to take you to the next level. Yeah, let's and do it. And then lastly, you know, this is not, I have family members that are looking for housing. So this is not, this was not designed to be a negative, uh, no. you know, we work closely with housing authorities. Absolutely. We understand that housing is a crisis. We just want everyone to understand and come to the table with facts, you know, and understand that everyone can be affected, that even the owners and operators can be negatively affected. So it's not just the prospect tenants and the tenants that are losing housing that are affected, you know, so just understanding that we all have to come to the table, but we are not, you know, um, diminishing the fact that there is yeah. a huge affordable housing crisis. Absolutely not. So, yeah, thank you so much for, for breaking that down, B. And um, once again, always pleasure having you in the studio, man. Absolutely. Man. Hey, thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Take care. Hey.